Greetings, friends. Future Andrew here, dropping into these past episodes to tell you thanks. Thanks for checking out RTAF. If you're valuing the show as a wellspring of inspiration and artistic fuel and would like to help keep the show going, you can find out more about how to do that at patreon.com slash podcast. Every little bit adds up and keeps me inspired to bring you quality content on a consistent basis. Thanks for listening, and stay creative. This episode of the RTAF podcast is brought to you by LostSailorLeather.com. Lost Sailor Leather is the artwork of Jared Michael Trantham. He's a fourth-generation leathersmith artist, and he's sponsoring the podcast by making a bunch of keychains for us. We have leather keychains with the RTAF logo stamped into them with all these crazy colors, and you can find those on our website at RTAFpodcast.com. John and I have them on our websites as well at andrewnorrisarts.com and johnspeaker.com. Jared makes all types of wearable art and more. He has wallets, belts, vests, and he also does things like uh, whiskey flasks, keychains, as we just mentioned, and even journal covers. I myself have a belt, a wallet, a keychain, and a journal cover. I highly endorse his product. He does a great job. He's a great artist. You can also hit him up for some custom pieces. Uh, a lot of things I didn't mention here, but he can pretty much make anything. Dog collars, human collars, you know, if you're into that. Just holler at him. You guys go support him. And right now, if you go to lostsailorleather.com, you can take 20% off your entire order if you use the code RTAF20. So, going over and support our homie thank you jared for sponsoring the podcast and check out those keychains to support rtaf welcome to another episode of rtaf thank you for being here my name's john speaker my name's andrew norris <laughs> and we're here and this week's episode was it was a little bit of an experiment. We went live on Instagram and we took the live viewers' questions and kind of answered them. Yep. Um, I tried to figure out Twitch in like half a day yesterday. It was not enough time. My computer is too old. And there's an ex there's a couple extra steps that you have to take. And if anybody out there would like to school me on this, I was trying to get um, Skype casted into um, the OBS software that you use to throw up on Stitch and then they, or Twitch, sorry, and then they uh, distribute it. So putting a call out for some help on that, I could also probably just figure it out, but <laughs> we didn't have enough time to do a live for 2020 episode yesterday. But we got thanks nice for everybody who showed up today. Yeah, it was a nice 421. You know, everybody was at least half stone still from yesterday. So it counts. Totally. We'll count it. But anyway, count it. 
Yeah, should we just launch into this one without further ado? Yeah, let's launch. Okay. In three, two, Two, one. one. Yeah! RT, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout, 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 the microphone. Know that you are not alone. Uh, so, <laughs> so Andrew, how was your uh, 420? Dude, it was. Did you get pretty stoned? sweet? I just got a puppy. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got real stoned <laughs> at the end of the night. I was, I was like high AF, you know. Yeah, dude. What about uh, bicycle yeah. day? Did you get spun? Dude, I'm spun. I'm constantly spun, so you know. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. Oh, we should. Uh, so there are definitely some email questions. I'll bring that up on my computer. Yeah, let's uh, do it. that we also had. What's up, TG? Thanks for tuning in. Um, Take ya. Yeah. Trying to pull this up again my computer is very old and very slow so <laughs> i'll fill the dead air with something thanks for bearing with us are you guys all yeah. holding up out there i know personally i've been going through all kinds of crazy waves yeah i've had multiple ups and multiple lows in this weird quarantine state we've been in uh this past week was a tough one for me personally i don't know why it's like how so i don't know i feel like i've been going through these waves of like all of a sudden i'll feel motivated and have like a fire under my ass and i'll be producing art and getting outside and then i guess we got that snowstorm a few days ago and then i just crashed hard i don't know yeah and it like i've been having just weird visions of like is is life ever going to go back to normal? Like how we used to know it? Like what's, you know, what's it going to be <laughs> like from here? You know, we're in uncharted territory. Huh. Love you, Abe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go through the stages of grief, I suppose. So, you know, it feels like we're in, we're all stuck together in some weird training ground of isolation and, ah, think it's an opportunity to learn a lot about ourselves in a way you know definitely learning a lot about myself and my own kind of like natural patterns and it's been interesting it hasn't been terrible Mm -hmm. yeah i mean have you have you looked into any i haven't done this yet um have you looked into anything uh like um, unemployment for self-employed people or anything like that. Cause no. I've seen a lot of, uh, people posting about that. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. uh, like on a matter of principle for myself, I'm in an okay situation. So, mm-hmm. and, and I don't have employees or a lot of overhead. So I think as long as I'm doing okay, I, I'm not going to personally, right. personally burden the system with like, getting a payout. Yeah. But I know for other people, you know, if you have a small business and employees and stuff like that it could definitely come in handy. But totally. Totally. 
Have you, get... you been washing your hands? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've been wearing my mask. Got to stay safe out happy, there. Happy for 21-2020. Yeah, we missed it um, yesterday. Let's yeah, see. sorry about that. Being as one alien respect, yeah. So What's good? Abram asks, uh, have you guys been staying fit during this time? He's hurting without a gym. I'd say, honestly, right now I'm in like probably the best shape of my life. I've been uh, getting out early on some days and going on hikes, going for runs. Uh, you know, and if you're at home, like you don't even need gym equipment to stay in shape. Fucking go on YouTube. There's tons of amazing like 20 minute body weight workouts and those things will get you cooking, son. Mm. No excuses. <laughs> you know? Oh I, yeah. I really feel yeah, like I'm, I'm in, I'm in. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, well, I was just going to um, say like, uh, this time, I think it's like a real training ground, you know, it's like, uh, you can either fall into excuses. Like I need to go, like, if I can't have my gym, I can't get a good workout in, or you can like face the discomfort and find ways to integrate with the tools you have in front of you right now. And I think the more resourceful you can get with the opportunities in front of you right now, like if you can figure out how to crush it in this state, Man, like once the world opens back up, it's going to be easy peasy, son. So I personally think you got to yeah. just like, you got to resist that, uh, that kind of like self-destructive mode and really show up. It's a great opportunity to learn about yourself. What about you? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've been, uh, I've been doing pretty good. Um, we just got a puppy this week. Hell yeah. Um, so that's, um, I didn't really like, you know, do anything for what, 96 hours or something except play with the puppy. Hey. Cause that's what you do when you get a puppy. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been pretty sweet, man. Uh, I, I, it's brought a lot of joy to my life, but, um, yeah, I just kind of got back into running uh, a couple days ago mm -hmm. and I've been running some and, you know, I'm in pretty good shape considering uh my age <laughs> i am uh you know like i don't know like when people say they're in the the best shape of their life um and they're like they're like 50 it's yeah. like are are you <laughs> like i mean like i've been i'm in great shape but uh like you know i it's gonna be hard to get back to like you know 18 19 20 those those days yeah um well, I think of it like this way. But yeah, way. Puppies, puppies way more important than <laughs> biceps right now. <laughs> well, I think of it this way too. Like, you know, when you're young, you have like a lot more vitality or something, just abundant energy. But I think maybe as you get older, mm -hmm. as you get older, you get better at paying attention to your body and you can actually carve out more endurance. You know how to fuel your body with healthier foods and stuff like that. So like you might not have the vitality of being 20 years old, but you've uh, kind of curated your life and what you're doing with your body in a way that is far more excellent than when you were 20, you know, and like eating candy mm -hmm. and drinking a lot more and shit like that. But mm -hmm. who knows? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I want to talk more about my puppy because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> how is your dog? She's the best. 
She's great. Uh, she is a little over eight weeks old. Her name is Io. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a blue healer. Um, she's a very good girl. Okay. Probably, probably the best girl. I'm going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> um, you guys can find me on that if you don't believe it. But um, I'll bring her in here in a little bit, and we can have a little um, awe session, you know. Um, I think that Sarah's taking her out right now, but... Um, yeah, you know, uh, I don't have kids, but even like going to the pet store right after getting the puppy and like staring at all the uh, the like choices you have for food and crates and toys and blah blah blah, I couldn't I couldn't imagine like you know I I took some time and some concerning like consideration trying to pick out what I wanted for my you know for my dog and i couldn't imagine that with an actual like human little thing crawling around yes tg io moon of jupiter that's what we named her after dope yeah it's a high high energy dog yeah definitely they were bred to uh to herd cattle and they're called healers because they nip at the heels of cattle so Little little blue healer uh, uh, info for you guys. Well, that's like hey, a, so yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say. Well, having a dog with that much energy—that's a great excuse to be getting outside a lot. She got to run. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. She is. Uh, she's already really good on the leash and stuff, and I, I think we lucked out. We got a really great temperament dog, and. Um, yeah, also shouts to Mike Dempsey, my neighbor. Uh, he got her sister. Uh, her name is Lily Coy, or Lily for short. So um, cool. big shouts. Big shouts, <laughs> brother. Do we have some uh, email questions? Uh, yeah, we do. Um, let's see. Let me let me find another one, uh, guys. Just like a, a heads up, like, um, hey, Kirsty, what's up? Yeah, of course. You know, I was explaining that I tried to do it yesterday, but um, didn't really didn't really work out. Um, just a heads up, guys. Like, uh, some of y'all have some posts in the queue in the group. Um, basically, um, you know, we are not going to have it turn into like a promotion thing. So if you send us an email, kind of just, um, asking if you can be on the show and stuff, we're probably not going to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Kiersey's got a good point. Like we missed yesterday's 420 episode, but I'm sure at least half the people are stoned in here anyway. So (laughs) it's like 420 um, isn't as special anymore because like once you can go to a weed store, it's like every day is 420 kind of. Yeah, totally. Um, It's also, yeah, when it's, when it was illegal back in uh, Kentucky and stuff. Yeah. Or wherever, you know, Pennsylvania, where you're from, John, uh, it was a lot cooler just in general, 
Yeah, because it was like re- <laughs> it was like rebellious, you know. It was like, ooh, we're doing something naughty. Yeah, <laughs> we're twenty all month this year, totally. Yeah. Oh, so here's a question: Where do you guys want to see your art in five to ten years? Plans, goals. John, you go first. Well, I want to keep doing more murals. Working on my first one now. I'm finding a lot of joy in that. And, you know, like, to be honest, I just want to keep following the art path. Just keep showing up with the brush. You know, like, each painting, you keep learning more and more. So I really just want to keep painting, man. Keep growing. Just keep showing up to make art and follow where it follow wherever it leads me, you know? I don't like to, like, set up too much of an intention of where I want to go because I think art has its own kind of, like, agenda and it's its own teacher. And it kind of just... I think I think if I just show up earnestly, be a nice person, art is going to take me all kinds of crazy places that I can't even foresee right now. Um, Yeah. And another thing that I want to do, I've been putting this out a little bit, is I would love to get... um, some help. I would like to hire somebody to come help me out nice. with, uh, packing orders and stuff like that. We can make art together. So I would like to kind of start like building a team over time. And I think it would be a great opportunity to free up some time for me to make art and also a really great opportunity to teach people what I've learned about being a professional artist and what I've learned with paint. So I want to just keep bringing more people on board maybe create a cool little John speaker team and then hopefully give people the skills that they can go out and start their own art career and build their own teams too. So, uh, big focus for me is just connecting with people. What about you? Yeah. Connecting with people is always, um, always something that happens, uh, when, when you're making art. And so I definitely want to keep that up. Um, I uh, I really want to get into more mural making yeah. and traveling, especially after like kind of being uh, forced inside for so long. Uh huh. Um, you know, like the travel bug is is scratching at me again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just more murals and more steady um, finishing of paintings. Oh, this yeah. that's one thing the quarantine has helped me with is like I've been finishing you know I finished like five paintings in the last month and a half so that's been feeling really freaking great. Oh yeah. I want to keep that up. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of like unlock something in this quarantine. Now you know how to just bust out a piece, call it done, move on. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. Um but yeah, so yeah, I'd also like to put it out there um if anybody, you know, I want the podcast to grow too. Might be cool, John, if we got someone's help eventually with that as well. Um, yeah, because we like uh, we like doing the podcast. Um, we like interviewing, but you know, there's the editing part and um, the posting and stuff, which um, yeah might be nice to outsource. Yeah, I find like but, the whole yeah. the whole technical aspect of the podcast is. Honestly, it's like a bit of a drag for me, you know, like Mm. I really just want to be able to make paintings and interview people. And yeah, I think that's like something, one of the biggest focuses for me in the next like five to 10 years is, yeah, uh, creating teams, you know, like 
I want RTAF to be like a collaborative effort with a team, you know, because other people yeah. are so much more gifted at, you know, recording, editing video and all that. And totally. And also with art, you know, like other people are better at helping with like the business side and marketing stuff with your art. So yeah, I'm really starting to focus on team building and uh, yeah, collaborative efforts, you know, not just collaborating on a canvas, but collaborating with larger projects. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at any like super famous artists, um, they've all had teams mm -hmm. like a lot of like Dali's later work. He, he even, you know, kind of told people what and how to paint his own paintings. Hell yeah. Um, and of course he like, he, he did some of that work too, but like, <laughs> you know, just having, just having that team there is just invaluable, you know? Totally. Yeah. And you can like, it's like, uh, taking on more of a role of a director at points too, where you kind of have mm -hmm. like an established creative vision and then other people can hop in there with you and, uh, make, make it bigger, bigger than you can on your own. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, here we are live. <laughs> yeah. wow. This is our first time doing it. It's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. People are actually sticking with us. Yeah, I know. We have 20 people in here right now. Yeah. So thank you guys for coming in and, and checking it out. And yeah, please let us know if you have any questions or anything. Oh, Andrew, um, let's, let's stroke our egos here. Dustin said he remembers our first AMA. And we've both, <laughs> we've both been visibly working on some goals that we brought up and yep. that we're walking the walk and staying on that journey. And I think that's a big thing, you know, like, I think it's cool, uh, doing something like a podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Dustin. Yeah. Thank, mm -hmm. Thanks, fam. And it's cool having like a podcast, right? So we say what we want to do. And then once you're blasting that out to the public, you kind of like can't help, but it's like a magic trick, like your journey. Yeah. It, is the more you share what your goals are, the more like you're going to end up just doing them. Cause you're like putting that out right. into the ether, you know? So I think it's cool yep. to dream big and tell people you're going to do big shit. Cause that's like, that's all you kind of have to do. And if you just keep showing up, those things are going to start happening. So dream big yeah. motherfuckers, go for it. Don't be afraid to share what you want to do with your life. Right. Yeah. That's, that's an overlooked thing, I think, because as soon as you start sharing what your plans and your goals are, it keeps you way more accountable. Exactly. You know, because like, you know, maybe you can let yourself down, but like if you've kind of talked all this shit, like maybe you'll be more apt to back it up. Exactly. <laughs> well, and also what I found too is like uh, whenever I talk about a goal, other people will kind of like be like, Hey, remember you said you wanted to do this? Well, I got an opportunity for you, you know, and like oh, yeah, other yeah, people yeah. will show up to help too. So put it out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that guy lumpy has a question here. If you couldn't make art anymore, what, what do you think you would do? Thank you guys. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Huh? If I couldn't make art, That's a tough one, man. I'm so deep in the art thing. I can't see outside yeah. of it. Uh, right. Hopefully it would be something creative. Uh, I don't know. Maybe 
graphic design or something or <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like probably give music a shot yeah um maybe i'd spend more uh fire staff um but yeah i don't really know i'd probably do more music and and flow arts or or um something i don't know just host a podcast maybe i don't know what do you think <laughs> yeah maybe we just interview artists and not make it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah totally i've thought about that though before like if for whatever you know freak accident i went blind or something i'd i'd just try and go stevie wonder on some shit and <laughs> you know yeah be smiling and playing music playing little tunes all the time yeah. i do have to say that my uh songwriting ability over this quarantine has gone up i've been making up really really silly songs about just you know mundane things that are happening and then now the puppy you know dope so um maybe i'll start sharing some of those if i think about it one thing um oh abe says where's the puppy i'll go get her soon don't you worry i'm trying to we're trying to, trying build to draw up this out so people yeah so people like um so people stick around. Yeah. Um, the puppy's coming, guys. Oh, Kirsty. Yeah, we promised. <laughs> Kirsty uh, had a question for us. What did you learn about yourself during the quarantine, and how will you integrate it into the new world? John, you want to go? So I think what I learned about myself is there is a very seductive feeling of wanting to be complacent. Uh, complacency I find mm. to be very seductive. And I've been like, I guess it's kind of like I've been finding a lot of willpower in this state of like mm -hmm. forcing myself to do positive things. And then when I force myself to do constructive or creative things, then I can like fall back into that zone. And then I feed off of that. I've really been watching the seductiveness of, you know, sitting on the couch or wanting to drink alcohol or something like that, or, you know, not wanting to be active. So I'm really kind of finding that place in myself where I, uh, I kind of fall into bad habits and I'm really watching that and seeing it for what it is. And so I think I already had some pretty good like willpower and output, but I'm really, I don't know, just playing with the core of that weird tipping point between self-destruction and creativity. So, you know, it, it's not the most grand lesson, but I think it's teaching me a lot. And uh, I, I didn't realize, you know, how much I relied on the outside world humming to get my energy. And I'm finding more and more energy within myself to work from instead of relying on a fast-paced world to want to just be catching up with that in a way. So what about you, Andrew? What are you learning? Your audio cut out. Oh, here we right. go. You're back. There we go. Sorry. That's right. I had the mic turned off just in case I was picking you up on the mic going to Skype. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I've learned kind of the same thing. Um, except it's a little bit different. Like as the world shut down, I, the, 
the way that I coped was I just like stayed really, really focused on my paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, after the first few days, you know, um, I, uh, you know, after researching and doing all the reading and being like, what's going on kind of a thing, mm-hmm. I just kind of tuned it all out and um, just dove in, you know. So um, that was a cool thing to learn that I can kind of turn on the focus a little bit more. I feel like I've gained a little bit more focus. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little bit more um, willpower. Totally. To not be so distracted, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I learned that I'm, I'm uh, you know, going to be a, a great uh, dog father. So <laughs> that's good. Um, <laughs> the dog father. Uh, the dog father, dude. Isn't that a isn't that a thing? On this, the day of my dog's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think something else I'm finding out too is I'm watching my patterns and I'm realizing that I think I need rest more than I thought I did too. Mm-hmm. Like really allowing myself to rest when I'm tired. Totally. Yeah, I uh, I've been getting great sleep. So that's tight. I feel like everybody has, you know, like that's one silver lining about this thing. It's like the, the people who had to like push themselves to work late and wake up early for work don't really have to do that so much anymore. And I think that we're realizing that like all this commuter traffic bullshit can probably be cut by at least like a third, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I've learned, um, I've learned that the world is very malleable or just been reinforced, reminded, I guess, that the world is really malleable and people in particular are very adaptable. And um, I'm happy to, you know, I mean, maybe some people have different experiences, but, um, you know, I was able to not get depressed really or anxious too much like, um, you know, I've had, I'll have days that are better than others, but that's just like any other day, you know? Yeah. Um, it's life. Yeah. So yeah, it's all a big, you know, if you just look at life as a big learning experience anyway, like I think that you'll be okay. Totally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Justin Abadi has a question. He's asking, how do we photograph art? Um, he said his paintings kind of look dull. Uh, I could tell you, so I shoot my paintings. Um, I use a DSLR camera. I use a Canon 60D. You can get a Canon 60D for 200 bucks online now. Uh, so I use, yeah. so I use a decent DSLR with a 50 millimeter lens. Um, and then I usually just, I'll take my painting outside and shoot it outside. Uh, cause the mm-hmm. sun, the sun gives you a nice even lighting. And then all I do is I bring it, that photo into Photoshop, um, just adjust the levels a little bit, you know, make the whites a little brighter, the darks a little darker, bump up the saturation a tiny bit. And then there you go. So yeah, you can get, <laughs> you can get a decent camera for cheap, get something refurbished, shoot outside, minor level adjustments, and it'll look awesome. That's what I've been doing since the yeah. start. And yeah, I've been shooting Andrew's paintings recently and Randall and Morgan's yeah. and 
looks good. Yeah. Yeah. You've been doing a really good job. Um, but in lieu of either, you know, buying a camera and kind of figuring out how to, to balance the colors and light and, and darkness and all that, look for a, a photographer in your area. Um, it'll, uh, you know, it'll reinforce the kind of artistic community. Um, and you'll be helping someone else out. Uh, John is a great resource and thanks John for, for your help there, but cause, uh, cause yeah, my guy was, you know, my other guy was really great. I mean, he's been photographing paintings, uh, you know, since the seventies, like he photographed, uh, Robert Venosa's work and Martina Hoffman's and I think still does for Martina. Um, and he only charged 20 bucks per image regardless nice. of size. And so, you know, it's good to connect with other professional creative people, you know, mm-hmm. working, uh, in a similar field to you as yeah. well. But yeah, if you can DIY, that's always tight. Mm-hmm. You know, you save yourself some money and, um, yeah. Ultimately, a professional is going to do it better. You know, like I know a professional would do a better job than I do. It it works for now. But uh, no, you do. You do a great job, man. Yeah. Um, it's more or less professional as far as I can tell. Yeah, you it know? works. It works. <laughs> Coop. What up, Coop? Um, Cooper. Shouts out Cooper Neal Art. He made the RTAF T-shirts um, for us. He screen printed them for us. So. Shouts to him. He wants to know if um, Ken, my photographer, uh, is still doing uh, photos during the COVID virus. I'm not really sure because, uh, like I said, I've just been getting the John Speaker hookup. So, (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure that's my answer. But, you know, it's probably worth a phone call. Um, Yeah, of course, dude shouts uh, but yeah it's where the phone call ken is an older gentleman so i did i figured when all this hit i would just like i was just like yeah yeah i probably won't hit him up i just assumed which you're never supposed to do uh that that he wasn't during the virus and stuff <laughs> uh, john we're generating some business for you dude oh god i do not want to be a professional <laughs> ph- photographer <laughs> I'll I'll hook you up, Cooper, but please do not regard me as your photo your photography guy. But I'll hook yeah. you up, Cooper. I'll do one for yeah. you. But I'm already busy as a motherfucker. But uh yeah, I'll do some friendly shoots for free, you know. Always down to help people out. That's what's up. Yeah. Help your homies out. Oh, Yo, we got a, we missed a question. What's up? What's your spirit animal? Ah. Um, you know, I don't like, I don't really know what it is. I've always kind of felt like I've been always been drawn to turtles. So. (laughs) Nice. I think maybe a turtle. I got the like squinty little turtle eyes and, uh, (laughs) I feel like I always need to embrace the turtle energy and maybe slow down a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. what about you? Uh, a hawk. Yeah. A predatory reptile. 
<laughs> You're a real predator. <laughs> no, I just have, I've just, ever, I just always be seeing hawks. Like anytime I'd glance up into a, the sky, I'd be like, whoa, fuck, there's a hawk. Of course. Why wouldn't there be? There always is one. But also, um, we were at my buddy's, uh, my buddy's dad ran like this, uh, kind of Zen Zendo out in Kentucky mm. in Eastern Kentucky of all places. Um, and I went out there with him once and it, it's on this really gorgeous land. And we went up, uh, on top of kind of one of the cliffs and climbed up in a tree. Pretty sure we were, it was like 420 or something, you know, um, 420, 20, and 21. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, so we're sitting there on the tree and like, this hawk landed on a branch like six feet away. He was social distancing, mm. but he was six feet away. And I was just like, whoa, man, that was pretty fucking crazy. And then um, about a week later, I was cutting through. I was in college at the time. I was cutting through the um, the like president of the university's driveway. And that's like a, it was a common cut through for people in my school. And this hawk landed like you know, I don't think he was, you know, he didn't really care too much about, uh, spreading avian flu uh, or whatever, because he was, he was closer than six feet. And, um, (laughs) so yeah, ever since then, I've just, you know, they're everywhere and it could be a cognitive bias thing or selective, whatever confirmation bias, Uh, but who gives a fuck? I guess that's why. Yeah. And I've always wanted to fly. I mean, haven't we all, but we got a lot um, of hawks in here. Alicia's a hawk. hawks. Oh yeah. Um, do hawks eat turtles? Uh, <laughs> they'd have to be pretty desperate and stupid to try and eat a turtle. I better watch out. Like, can anything really eat a turtle besides humans? I'm sure <laughs> there's a few things, but there's got to be some turtle munchers out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like dolphins a lot too. Yeah. They got big brains. Smart. Yeah, I'm kind of just listing off my favorite animals as well. (laughs) Blue healers. Uh, Yeah, blue. (laughs) My spirit animal is a blue healer. (laughs) Um, Speaking of which, I will go get that puppy. So just one second. John, um, sing us a song. Yeah, cool. Just leave me here alone. (laughs) What about any of you guys have any more questions? Hope you're all doing okay out there. We uh, we just had a crazy snowstorm here in Boulder. We got like 11 inches, and then uh, today it got nice and sunny. Went on a nice hike. It feels good to get back in the groove. Um, have we have either of us painted any hawks or turtles now that we're thinking about it? Uh, I've snuck little turtles in a bunch of my paintings. Um, I've never done like a full on one. I've I've been thinking about and I haven't gotten to it yet, but I kind of want to do like a reinterpretation of the Terrapin Station album cover. So that's one of my goals. I would love to do that. Uh, this guy's Cooper's asking, how many paintings are we working on now? Uh, right now I'm just working on this piece behind me. Um, I started that couple or uh on sunday i was doing like a little live stream with grassroots california 
So I just have that one right now, and then I'm start. I'm gonna start a commission for a couple that's getting married soon. So that one should be really cool. Just the puppy's to, going to the bathroom right now, so okay. <laughs> Old tech. Right. What do I recommend for emerging artists fighting feelings of hopelessness? If this could be any consultation to you, Marina. Um, I felt hopeless so many times on my art journey. You know, it was very confusing in the beginning, especially the first few years. Um, but all I can say is stay persistent. Uh, keep showing up to make work. If you keep showing up, something is going to happen. You have to, you know, you kind of, you're in this little like creative warrior battle and you can't give in to feelings of hopelessness. You have to find, you have to realize you have infinite expanded potential and all you have to do is work super hard and you're going to find it just stay on the path don't be scared keep working hard and you will find yourself and you will find success just don't give up and uh i find uh we've been kind of like saying so these negative feelings like hopelessness uh we've been talking about um you can indulge in those feelings and Try to resist indulging in those negative feelings. You know, you can note it, you can acknowledge it, and tell it to move on. And instead, you got to find, you, you can find, inspiration is always there, and you can find that, and nurture that. Nurture your creativity and your positivity. Yeah, speaker of the year. All right, Andrew's got his dog. <laughs> He's so cute. Yeah, she's a great. You tell us your name. Nice. <laughs> yeah, best of luck to you. I know this is my puppy. You got it, Marina. Just keep working. You'll find it. You yeah, know? the keep the keep working vibe is really what's up for yeah for most things. I think I think it helped. Like I was saying, helped me cope. Um, but yeah. Anyway, this is Io. She is a sweet girl. She is my best friend. <laughs> She's so cute. Yeah, I love her. I'm gonna get you a dog. All right, I'm gonna. I'm I'm gonna get you a dog dad T-shirt. World's greatest dog dad. <laughs> yeah, I will accept that. And a bumper sticker too. Yep. There we go. Um. So, yeah, she just went to the bathroom, so she should. She should be good. <laughs> um, hang on a sec. Okay. I'll just carry this podcast, you know. No big deal. <laughs> All right. That guy Lumpy says, just like Eckerd Toll says, just be aware of the feelings. Don't be connected to them. Make it a habit and it'll be easier to deal with in time. It's difficult. Yeah, totally. Just note stuff, you know. Just beware of in, indulging in despair. Um, I'm quite familiar with it. And and I hope you guys know too, like you might look at me or look at Andrew and think like, man, they just got it going on. But we go through feelings of hopelessness too. You know, it's something that finds me. But I think I've faced, totally. I've faced hopelessness so many times and I've seen my life only getting better the more I'm working towards uh, my vision of a better future. So... You know, hopelessness will arise, but it will pass too. Everything's temporary. 
Yeah, I would say, um, yeah, I, I don't know, practicing, uh, practicing things like distancing yourself from your thoughts um, and realizing that you are not your thoughts and you don't have to believe everything that you th- that happens to pop into your mind. Yeah. Um, and here's an endorsement again for meditation. It's really helped yeah. me. I wouldn't be shit without it yeah. and a few other key essential things. But yeah, that's really helped me kind of like control my emotions. And um, as it also kind of, I'm also trying to kind of answer, answer the question, how do you stop thinking about someone that um, Mariah asked earlier? Um, so yeah, I think incessant thinking leads you to believe that that's who you are and really you can distance yourself, um, from that through the best ways that I've found have been, uh, meditation, art, running and, uh, yeah, running for real. Yeah. Just doing real hard physical exercises and, uh, yeah, if you feel fucked up, do something rigorous with your body. Um, I find that's a really great way to get out of your thoughts as well. So it's like a combination mm-hmm. of stillness meditation and also active meditations as well. Mm-hmm. Just f- finding. Hi, his- Molly. Hey, what's up, Molly? We got some more questions. Um, what are some practical ways to help sell art during this time? I would say, you know, blast your art out on every social media platform you can. Uh, run sales. Uh, you could mm-hmm. do f- you could do fun things like you could do raffles where you say like, "Hey, I saw Kirstie did this," so you can make a piece of art and say, "Send me one dollar," and that that puts you into the raffle. And then say you get a hundred people that give you a dollar, you're gonna make a hundred bucks, and somebody's gonna get a painting for a dollar. So I think just finding yeah. crafty ways, give people good deals, maybe package things in fun ways, but just. Uh, stay active on social media. Let people know what you have, you know, cause you're yeah. not going to be able to go to a concert and sell stuff right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've gotten just kind of lucky too. Um, I've sold more paintings in the past two months, maybe than I, you know, than any other two month period yeah. in my life. So, you know, what do they say about luck? It's like, opportunity and something else coming together yeah and preparedness that's what it is so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think it all starts um with just making good art or making the best art that you can and knowing that that people want to uh support artists and each other in times like this you know like yeah and if you have the means like support other artists too you know Mm -hmm. totally um it's always a good, it's always a good idea to put out into the world. Yeah. Art never depreciates in value. And yeah, it's, it, you're helping out someone, especially if it's someone, you know, like if you're helping out someone, you know, and you love, like it's a win-win. Hell yeah. Um, oh, hang yeah. on. I'm going to, um, I'm going to let the dog out one more time. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Um, was it hard for you to build your social media platform? How long did it take you to get the amount of people following your art? So I don't think it was hard to build a following. Um, again, it comes down to persistence, you know? Uh, 
keep showing up to make art. Uh, I found a big part of it for me is like, I share my art and I also share what I'm going through too as a person. So people can connect on a personal level and connect to the imagery. And, you know, it took me a, a long time to get a decent following, you know? And I think it's like, instead of honing in on the amount of followers you have, it's like, appreciate the followers that are with you right now. Um, sometimes I miss those days of having like 200 people follow me. Uh, it seemed like it was like less pressure in a way, but you know, I didn't really do any special tricks or anything. All I did, I just kept making as much art as I could earnestly from the bottom of my heart and kept sharing it. And then over time, it, you know, it just, it grew and it grew. And then the past few years, it really exploded. But, you know, I've been making art for, I've been sharing my art for like 10 years now. And it's only in the past two that it really took off. So just stick with it. Um, yeah. And communicate, share, share yourself and share your art, you know, uh, mm. cause a lot of who you are gives context to your art. So, uh, I would suggest just, you know, make as much art as you can from the bottom of your heart and share who you are as a person. What about yeah. And it's good to remember that like the Instagram following isn't anything without being true to yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And like, yeah, but the more, but it's, it works both ways too. Cause the more true to yourself you are, you're going to make better art that more people will, um, vibe with. Yeah. And you can, you'll feel like more apt to share it, you know? Mm-hmm. And the more you share, I think the more people start to get magnetized and you kind of fall into the wave of the algorithm or, or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And all, all along your path, at least what I've noticed is like, you know, if you have 500 followers or you have a hundred thousand, there's a very small percentage of people that actually like buy your art see, yeah, and oh, see yeah. it. So yeah, I think it's like, a lot has to do with just appreciating those people that are following along with your path and are supporting you. Even the kind words, you know, don't take any of it for granted. Uh, I think the more totally. you more you can appreciate the fact that people are following along, the more people will want to follow along, you know. It's a funny right. thing. What else we got? Molly Gardner mm. says, hey, hi, sup, congrats. Don't laugh. Okay. All right. Big congrats. Big, big congrats. No laughing. (laughs) Um, I had a, had something I was going to say. I can't remember right now. (laughs) I have a lot going on. Like we, I just had to put the dog up in her crate and now she's yipping a little bit or whining. So Andrew, man, like, have you had any like epiphanous moments during your quarantine? Um, I mean, I don't know, just kind of a reinforcement kind of thing about, you know, staying aware, staying mindful. Um, you know, I cried a little bit over our dog when we got her. <laughs> Sorry, everyone listening. Like, my dog has just taken up almost, you know, half of my conscious mind at this point. So, um, yeah, I, 
you know, I, I'm getting like maybe a little taste of what people who have kids talk about when they're like, you'll never, you'll never love anything more, you know? <laughs> and I, I mean, I mean, again, it's like not, I don't want to like compare people's kids to dogs, but, um, <laughs> but I'm getting a, you know, I'm getting a, an idea of like what they mean. Like, how, you know, like how can you love something that you don't really know, but I don't know. It's cool. It's cool. It's a cool thing. <laughs> All the parents um, are like, any, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Right. In my real paradise. I'm sorry to hear that. That must be tough. I can't, you know, like I'm at the beginning stages with my puppy and like, I, you know, 10, 12 years from now. Yeah. I'll probably experience that. Sorry to hear that. Well, I suppose it's um, all, it's all a lesson, you know, all things are temporary. Everything we right. lo- everything we love in this life will come and go, and this life itself will come and go. So it's yeah. it's tough, you know. Loss is hard. Um, I'm sorry you lost mm. your cat, but uh, yeah, it's um. I think it's what gives life meaning, though, as well. You know, the temporary nature of everything, and how great it mm-hmm. was to have that cat and to love it while it was here, and then the the sweet sorrow of missing it too. You know, it there's some beauty in there in that pain mm-hmm. but yeah it's how life goes i suppose you know it's it's uh mm-hmm. it's a funky dimension we find ourselves in you know we just we love things so much and then they have to they eventually have to leave yeah and that's kind of like the whole idea behind you know meditation is to not get too attached to i mean if you can detach yourself a bit from thoughts and then you can work on detaching from emotion and but still at at the end of the day like reality sometimes is is too much like you don't want to not feel your emotions because then you know that would mean that you're not really human yeah i guess on some level but yeah like you were saying at the same time it's it's just good not to take any of that for granted and appreciate what you have in the memories and what you did have. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, enjoy the beautiful dance of sorrow. It's beautiful and it's mm-hmm. meant to be savored, but going back to that, you don't want to stay there too long. Yeah. But. It's like going back to that indulgence thing, you know, like, uh, indulging in hopelessness or indulging in loss, you know, it's like, it's worthy to dive into it and feel it and honor it and understand it. But then eventually, you know, we move on and we grow and, uh, new opportunities await. So. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, Justin Abadi asks any crazy dreams lately and do you record your dreams? Um, I haven't really had, I bet I have had crazy dreams lately, but since I'm not in the mind state of like, I'm going to remember my dream and record it every morning. Yeah. I haven't really remembered too much. Like I couldn't recall like exactly what I was dreaming about, you know, but, um, even, um, you know, when I stop smoking weed, that's when the dreams really pour in Yeah, and kind of, I'm able to remember them. Um, and yeah, I used to record my dreams like almost, nightly for a while but that's been that's been about 12 years ago so um 
That's a good idea. Yeah. I, want to start... I think it's a great practice. Yeah. 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 I think there's a lot to learn in your dreams just by translating it. And especially like if you wake up and the first thing you do is write, that's such a great way mm-hmm. to start your day. Uh, it's a cause for self-reflection and things like that. Uh, totally. I have not been dreaming lately because <laughs> I've been eating weed edibles every night for the past couple of weeks. Right. So, and that just turns dreams right. off, or at least I don't recall them at all. But, yeah, totally. Yeah. But maybe it's time for a break. That's a great idea. Maybe I should start recording dreams. Yeah. Thanks, Justin. Abad. Yeah, it gets weird. Yeah, it gets weird. Like, in my experience, um, when you record your dreams, all these, like, corollary you know we call them synchronicities i guess seem to happen where i don't know i get like it gets weird you know life like waking life actually gets a little bit weirder because uh it it kind of uh the dreams sort of serve as if you want them to a a kind of like divination of some sort and there's a bit of like this this future kind of present past timelessness of of the dreaming world of your like sleeping minds that tends in my experience to pop up in in day-to-day life like in mundane and also more profound ways mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i think i will say that i will give a uh a solid recommendation for recording your dreams. <laughs> um, but it, it has been a while for me. And sometimes the dreams that I've recorded, I've like looked back on them, uh, have them somewhere. Um, but I look back on one and it was talking about how my friend had just moved out to Colorado and all these other little things. And then eventually my friend did move to Colorado, but nice. it was like a year and some change later. So, <clears throat> yeah visionary yeah. wow dude <laughs> literally visionary yeah it's but funny. like you know i'm not gonna make a painting of my friend moving out to colorado <laughs> why not I mean, maybe i should <laughs> yeah what's well, funny i don't know if you've ever tried this practice like in your you know waking life walking around being like mm-hmm. this is a dream wow i'm i'm mm-hmm. in a dream yeah and like mm-hmm. the looseness and the you know, like the, how not solid this dimension really is. And, uh, yeah. sometimes I've had, um, on like a beautiful day on a, with a hike with my best friends saying like, we're in heaven, like I'm in heaven mm. and it, it can mm-hmm. create this really crazy kind of like trembling thing at the core of your being. Like, wow. Like I'm, I'm there. I don't know. It's an interesting yeah. concept to play with. So yeah, when you're having a good day, tell yourself you're in heaven. Try it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of, you know, it kind of, that that whole idea kind of speaks to the fact that like a lot of the things that we experience and perceive in reality are just pretty assumptive, you know, or presumptive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we all presume that like, we are awake right now and that we are a person, you know, that we have a self There's there's like a self at the center of all this happening. And 
I mean, if you kind of boil it down um, philosophically or like if you wanted to make a completely true statement, I think the only thing that one could say is that um, something's happening, <laughs> you know, and then you're you're pretty safe from like from from scrutiny. Um, and, you know, one level above that is that like. I am having an experience mm -hmm. and then then you start assigning like all these other little things to that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or nothing is happening, but yeah. Well, I think it's like, ultimately yeah. it's like, I think you can recognize that and then you can dive into like, well, yeah, I do have the illusion of being a self and like, it's a fun game to play too, but always like mm -hmm. always maintaining the idea that like nobody knows what any of this is <clears throat> right it is just an experience of a conscious experience occurring but like right but simultaneously not denying this fun illusion that we're playing like that ramdas exactly. thing you know we're all god and drag or something you know like we're all we're right. all playing these funny avatars and this strange thing we call reality yeah yeah so are you getting the message, uh, John, at the top of the live that says there's a minute and 30 seconds remaining? No. Yeah, apparently, yeah. So this will probably end, unfortunately, in like a minute and 20 seconds now. So um, we're about an hour. If you got in. any. Yeah, we, I think we are about an hour in. So um, I guess we will wrap it up. Thank you guys yeah. for coming in. Uh, I hate to cut things short like this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I want to take a screenshot just to. Cool. This was a fun little experiment. Thanks so much, yeah, guys. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for joining and us. Eventually, on guys, I will figure out. Um, I will figure out Twitch, um, and hopefully get a new computer. If you guys want to support us, um, you know how to do that. Probably by now, we have T-shirts and and things like that. Hell yeah. So, um, yeah, or, you know, each of us have our own art. So thank you guys for, for dropping in. Yeah. We love y'all. Thank you. We love you guys. Yeah. Um, thank you for all these awesome questions and for, um, for sharing some pretty personal stuff with us. Yeah. We'll do lots more of these. It was fun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Peace, homies. Right. Bye, bye. Peace. We love you. Thanks for listening to another episode of RCAF Podcast. For additional images and notes on this episode, you can check out our website, rcafpodcast.com. And you can find me, Andrew Norris, at andrew.norris.arts on Instagram. And andrewnorrisarts.com is my website. I also have links on my website to episodes as well as all my best paintings. And you can find me, John Speaker. My website is johnspeaker.com. On Instagram, I'm at John Speaker. And on Facebook, John Speaker Art. Thanks again for listening. Peace. Thank you. <laughs>